Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got a good one for you today. If you listened to last episode, you know all what this one's going to be about. We are covering the Blues draft picks. We are currently mid-draft right now. The Blues literally just traded away their one of their fifth round picks. So we're going to get into that and the picks they've made and the picks they're going to make during this recording and more. It, um, it's going to be fun. We've got we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, I, I I mean, I guess we might as well just might as well just jump right into it. Let's do it, baby. Let's so do with, it. All pick, right. with their first pick in the 2020 NHL draft at number 26, the Blues selected Jake Neighbors, All left right, wing. How do you how do you feel about this right off the jump? So the first the first thing that I've noticed is I'm looking at his elite prospects page, and he was born in 2002, which is really really weird for me to look at. <laughs> yeah, same. No, you should be in like eighth grade. What are you talking about? Yeah, 2002? exactly. Um, so looking at the the draft rankings, he was ranked uh, 48 by TSN, 26 by Central Scouting, 88 by Dauber Prospects, and then kind of 31 by Bob McKenzie. So not not too much of a reach or anything like that. Um, so the comparables were Milan Lucic, uh, and and looking at his description, it looks like he, he's a brick wall, brick wall who can set up teammates with some pace and some deception. So it seems like he's a exactly what what the Blues like to have a big physical player who's got some skill to him. Um, from what I've seen, he's got to work on his skating a little bit, and he he's going to be most likely finishing out his career in juniors for a couple of years before he even makes the step over to pro. So he, he, he could, he's a little bit of a project, but he's already got the frame and, and the physicality that the blues love. Um, I, I mean, it's not what I would have preferred out of that pick, but I, by, I don't think it's a bad pick by any means. I think he has a chance to be a, a good, good middle of the lineup player for the blues. We'll see. Yeah, I think I honest, honestly, I love this pick. Uh, I tweeted about him the day before the draft just because I okay. thought I thought um, like the kind of archetype he has and the play style he has would be really attractive to the Blues and the system that they run. Um, so he's five eleven. Um, right. So usually you would think a guy that's five eleven is like undersized in terms of the league, and you would want him to be like. You talk about him like filling out his frame and to be able to play at the NHL level. He weighs mm-hmm. two hundred pounds, and it's not because okay. he's fat. Like he's done a very good job of <laughs> he's done a very good job of conditioning and working out um, uh, with the the organization that he trains with. Um, mm-hmm. So that honestly, with a with a prospect this young, he's eighteen years old. Uh, you love to see that kind of commitment to just like getting in the in the weight room and putting in the hours there as well as on the ice. Um, so I love that for him. Him, but he really is like when you take a guy that's 5'11 and make him 200 pounds his center of gravity is so small like to knock him off the puck I think like in terms of comparison his his idol I said or the guy he tries to mimic his play style after oh yeah that's uh, my favorite Matthew part Kachuk. Mm-hmm. um and I honestly honest to god like I I think anyone would want to take a player like Matthew Kachuk that's that skilled and that's that important to a Calgary team as like your idol essentially. But I really think the comparison there isn't far off just because of 
like what I was mentioning, his strength on the puck, um, the way he plays the game of hockey is with a lot of emotion. So anytime you get a guy like that, that's not just like kind of going through the motions or like, or just like no, no thoughts out there. Like, I think there's a, there's a, there's a clip of him on YouTube fighting somebody. Um, he's, he's scored a lot of like, uh, like game winning, game tying goals while like the seconds are dying down in periods and stuff. So he's a kid that's like lives big in the moment and lives up to it. Um, but I think that's that's what you get when you get a guy that plays with a lot of emotion like him. And I think mm-hmm. Matthew Kachuk plays with that same emotion. So I think the comparison in that regard, um, maybe he's not as skilled offensively as Matthew right. Kachuk. It's, it'd be pretty difficult to do that when you're 18 years old right off the jump into the NHL. Um, but in other ways, I think the comparison's fair. Um, mm-hmm. So he played for the Edmonton Oil Kings, uh, played 64 games for them, total points 70 had 23 goals and 47 assists. I think 47 assists. I think another good comparison for him is Jaden Schwartz, um, mm-hmm. because like their skating style, their skating style literally like mirrors each other. Like yep, they're they're absolutely. not. They're, I mean, neighbors is fast. I think his the best aspect of his skating is his speed. Um, he's not the most agile guy. He's not just going to like float around defenders, uh, but he can swim through them because of his size and his strength. So uh, I think Jaden Schwartz kind of brings that same kind of yep. hassle in the offensive zone and defensively. Uh, I don't know. I, I love the comparison with Jaden Schwartz's contract coming up soon. Um I wouldn't say this makes him replaceable because Jaden Schwartz, like you can't really replace that. But the fact that we have a player that's similar in the ranks in the system, learning the ways, uh, it makes me feel a little bit better about the whole situation. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, sort of, given my little my little ten cents, there's this great app uh, you can download called NHL Rank King, which is all about kind of advanced stats, especially with prospects. Um, and the best thing, the best thing that they have, uh, they sort of they rank guys based on their potential, and uh, using some fancy stat that I don't know how it works. It's called P NHLE whatever mm-hmm. he's right right in the middle of first line and second line potential they project him to be around 60 points as as his peak um which is a great great two-way player to have um if you do buy into the advanced stats i think that's a, a something to definitely be excited about but yeah i think you hit the nail right on the head sort of a nice hybrid player uh offensive but but kind of puts defense first and and uh is a, is fits exactly the, the the system that the blues like to run i'm, I'm excited for that yeah, it's almost like the terms, like the the archetype style of the player and like the hybrid whole thing kind of reminds me of Sammy Blay just because like uh, like you can kind of slot him anywhere. And I think I think that's why we're going to see Jake Neighbors with the Blues sooner rather than later is because the Blues love slotting their prospects into a bottom six role. And some guys like Jordan Kyrie, like it's difficult for them to excel there because they don't really have an emphasis. They're, they're Not that they don't have an emphasis on the defensive style of play, but they're more inclined to work offensively. So it's harder for them to get that production uh, with bottom six players on their line. But a guy like Jake Neighbors, I feel like he can he can be on that checking line and provide there and get production there as well as kind of be like mold into a top six role or even a guy like if you put him on a line with Sammy Blay and I don't know somebody else that brings like physicality and also scoring and like a whole hybrid line together the the matchups and the lines you can make with him I feel like are endless so I feel like that's why 
maybe like a Swiss Army knife kind of a player. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's why he's gonna we're gonna see him sooner rather than later, especially mm-hmm. for like the system that the Blues run. He fits right in. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right. Before we move on to the rest of their picks, we are approaching the halfway point of today's episode. So I want to tell you guys about the Ryan Holiday book called Lives of the Stoics. It's from the best-selling authors of the Daily Stoic comes the ultimate Stoicism guide to success, resilience, and virtue to accept what you cannot control and adapt to what you can. Sports teams across the country are applying this popular philosophy by using Stoicism's key ideas. You only control how you respond and play. You don't control what the refs or the fans do or how the puck bounces. It's about what you did to adapt. And I know we saw that last year with the Blues. They were so good at adapting to their situation. So if you want to read a book that is about that very philosophy, check out Lives of the Stoic, The Art of Living from Zeno to Marcus Aurelius. It's available now wherever books are sold. And all right, Tommy, I know talking about erectile dysfunction is never easy. Usually we can just brush it off, blame ourselves, make jokes, make excuses, or just avoid it altogether and move on and not talk about it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your very own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash XXX and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com slash LockedOnNHL. Getroman.com slash LockedOnNHL. All right, moving Moving forward, the Blues did not have a second-round pick, but they picked at number 86 overall in the third round, and they selected a big boy, big center. Uh, Dylan Peterson is going to be playing at Boston University, uh, going the college route for this one, which I love. I think college players stay underrated, um, especially this year. He So he was picked 86th, uh, ranked 88 by elite prospects, 68 by future considerations, uh, but ranked 47 by Bob McKenzie. And, and I, I like him. I think he knows what he's doing. So same sort of thing, not necessarily a huge reach or a huge uh, steal, but a, a good a good young player, uh, another big center who, who looks like he's good at positioning himself in front of the net, uh, good at passing, and, and really just knows how to use his, his frame to, uh, to, to his advantage. Another player that seems perfect for the Blues system. Yeah, I 100% agree. And uh, his, his profile said he compares himself to Blake Wheeler. I think there's a, like, a lot of similarities between his play and Tage Tom. Especially just watching his film, uh, I mean, they really just—if you line them up right next to each other, they look identical. And that's not to say that—that's not to say—that's not a knock on him by any means. I think uh, Tage Thompson's still trying to find his footing in the league. He's still a young guy, but also I think it's important for Blues fans to remember that, like at one time, he's—he was one of the top prospects in our system, um, and ultimately helped us get Ryan O'Reilly here. So I feel like a guy with that play style. I mean, we kind of saw it in the playoffs too, like. But after Pat Maroon left, a lot of guys uh, not really, I guess, not really shy away from being that net front presence, but nobody really stepped into that role like Pat Maroon did. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Dylan Peterson can kind of provide that spark, but he's also a very smooth skater, very fast skater, especially for someone that's 6'4". Um, mm-hmm. He's got soft hands, flies through the zone. So I, I think at, at in the third round, when you took Tage Thompson in the first, 
first round a couple of years ago. I, this is a fantastic pick for the St. Louis Blues. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I really do like that pick. Um, kind of an under the radar pick. I don't think a lot of people were expecting it. Not a lot of people are talking about it, but uh, I think he has the potential to become a really good player. And Boston University has produced some really, really good players in previous years. Uh, it's a good organization for players to grow in. Um, and and I, I love that pick. But uh, next up, we have my favorite pick in the draft. <laughs> Based on, d- just based on his name. <laughs> He's got That's a great it. name. That's it. So, <laughs> <clears throat> with the 88th overall pick in the 2020 NHL draft, the St. Louis Blues selected Leo Loof. That's it. That's all you need to hear. <laughs> Leo Loof. He's got a twin, too. No. He What's does. His name? Is his uh, name? I even? think his name's Linus. <laughs> Linus, Linus and Leo, Leo Loof. Yeah. Pretty Come sweet. on. That's that's unreal. So he played in um, the Swedish Elite League, I believe. Yeah, he did. Like that. Um, he, like was voted, he was voted as the best players. defenseman in the league last year as well. Yeah, um, I'm excited about him. Uh, uh, it's because of his name. I'm going to be honest. That's 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 that's. I haven't read too much about him, but um, Blues have, have been notoriously pretty good at drafting defensemen. Um, he kind of his his mold as a player kind of remind like obviously like he he'd have to go a long ways to get to the level of this player. Um, but his play style kind of reminds me of Tory Krug. Like he's not the biggest. He's six one, so he's not like tiny. But mm-hmm. um, he loves big hits uh he's a power play quarterback he's pretty good in the offensive zone um but he needs to like kind of fine-tune his marking um and his positioning in the defensive zone so i feel like if he if he gets there uh he could kind of be a player that can provide you like but he's still full sides of the puck but really the fact that the the power play quarterback is what jumps out on mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. on the scouting report because mm-hmm. the Blues need that desperately. His, yeah, his 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 mechanics are, are, are very sound, very very fluid, um, and defensively he's he's super tough. You know, hitting guys against the boards uh, out in front of his own net. You know, locking it down once again just fits the Blues mold perfectly. And oh yes, twin twin brother Linus Loof. Yeah, hold yeah, on, yeah. hold on. Yeah, they're I twins. Got he's draft available too. I don't think anyone's taken oh, him yet. So my get a little okay. dynamic duo <laughs> well kind of i mean it, they better they better they better pick linus loof as well just just for the chemistry mm-hmm. no but uh leo another guy who fits the blues mold perfectly and it's nice to see kind of to know that they have a plan in place for the future that they're picking guys to go with a certain system um implying that they kind of foresee baruby being there for the long term um and and these guys developing in his system which is really nice that's it's reassuring for sure yeah so so another thing that kind of jumps out of the page on me um so i'm gonna butcher this name but for Fariestead, i think that's the team he played for uh 43 games played two goals 13 assists so 15 points on the season yeah i'm I'm 90 93 penalty minutes Ooh, so that, that might need to have some addressing towards that situation hey, we but love that, we love the physicality great. but i mean you can't be in the box for that's that's two penalty minutes a game almost it is Don't two penalty minutes a game and some change 
don't even worry about it. Uh, don't even worry about it. I'm excited for that pick. I I, I want to root for someone named Loof. Um, I like the tenacity. Half of too. the letters in his last name have accent marks over them, which is so cool. Um, I'm getting a Leo Loof jersey if he ever makes the team. It's pretty sick yeah. for sure. Um, but no. But jokes aside, it uh, looks like a first defenseman they they picked in the draft, which is surprising. Usually they they favor defensemen kind of earlier. Mm. Um, but like I said, they have a good track record with that. So we will we will see how he pans out. Moving forward, they had a fourth round pick with which they selected a center out of the OHL, Tanner Dickinson. And the first thing uh, that I see about him is he's a speed player. Um, he is. And he, I would, uh, the first thing that jumps out on the page for me is his hair. Did you see his hair? Oh, that's some lettuce. Dude, he's got some serious like Honestly, in terms of like the organization, he might be, he might have just skyrocketed to number one. Damn. If Scott Perunovic ever grew his hair out, he'd have some nasty flow. But I think right now it's got to be Tanner Dickinson. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a good, a good young pick. Uh, I, I love, I love going for 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 a, a speed guy with this pick, just because, like I've said, speed is is speed kills in this league. And uh, having the description, Dickinson's speed is his key asset, and he given youth can be useful with or without the puck. Didn't play a ton, but when he did, he used speed with extreme effectiveness. Explosive skating led to a few rushes and blah 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 blah. blah. So. Speed is like the one thing that you really can't teach when it comes to the NHL. So having him, having that be his number one ass, uh, asset, and sort of needing to round out the rest, and having that be why he dropped, I think that's a that's a promising young pick. Um, you know, if he can work on the fundamentals and, and get his skill up, and he's got the legs to follow, um, I'd be excited to see a guy like him break into the Blues roster to kind of complement the physicality that they've gone with so far. Yeah, I think so too. The only thing, really, the only thing that concerns me about Tanner is he's six feet tall and only weighs 150 pounds. So, I, in terms of like having a frame that you think of when you're like NHL ready, yeah, that's a that's a lot of he's like he yeah, that's like a lot me. of conditioning. Yeah, he's kind of wiry to say like the least. So. There. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yikes. I think I think in terms of uh, like when can we see him in the NHL? I think he's got a ways to go just in terms of like bulking out his frame and not getting just shoved off the puck easily. But uh, like mm-hmm. you said, if he turns on the afterburners and and goes flying into the zone, I mean, it's going to be hard for a lot of people to keep up with him. So mm-hmm. the potential mm-hmm. is definitely there. Mm-hmm. All right, before we get into the most recent and last pick that has been made so far for the Blues, we I first want to tell you guys about about DoorDash. Now, I don't know if you've been watching the draft, Holly, but everybody, all the players, at least in the first round, have been having like parties with their families and, and you know, celebrating on screen. And if you want everyone to like feed a party like that without going out, you want to get some food right to the house, late planning, you can get it with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and even Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, the Cheesecake Factory, and so much more. Plus, many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, so you can support local businesses. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left right at your door and DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities they operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. And we'll be right back with the end of today's episode. <laughs> 
All right, Tommy. So first things first, the Blues did have a pick in the fifth round, or two picks in the fifth round. They traded the first one away for a sixth and a seventh. <laughs> Nothing too special there. Um, you know, whatever. Quantity is better than quality, especially probably in a draft like this. So get get two picks for the price of one. Love to see that. And a few picks later, uh, the Blues picked uh, one of my favorite type of picks. They picked a uh, uh, an over an overaged defenseman who I'm not sure if he'd been draft eligible before, but they picked Matt Kessel, who out of UMass Amherst, who is 20 years old, which which makes me seem he might have might have missed out on drafts in the year years prior. Great hockey name. Great hockey name, Matt <laughs> Kessel. Um, six three. 200 pounds, so it's not even like he is an undersized, uh, overage defenseman. Yeah, he's a big dog. He is a big dog. Not a lot of information available uh, about him uh, on his prospect page, but looks like a decent defenseman. He's playing at UMass. He put up 11 points for them last year with 48 penalty minutes in 34 games. Uh, seems like another gritty defenseman. I love it. Yeah, I think uh, so. I think the most telling thing from his stat sheet uh, is he. So he played before UMass. He played two fall stampede in the USA. Uh, 62 games played there only two goals and 17 assists so that makes him seem like he's just like a puck moving defenseman because he only had like 19 points and 62 games played then he goes to UMass and puts up seven goals in 34 games uh, and four assists there so it feels like uh, I don't like his his production is increasing quickly um, and I think that's probably why the Blues took the outlier on a guy that's like you said, overaged, not overaged, but he's 20. So he's older than most of the guys here, Um, but they might be thinking that that's going to keep trending up quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. And so if he keeps doing all the right things, who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then looking forward in the draft, the blues have three picks left, I believe. I think so. Um, Two sevens. uh, We have picks 163, 194 and 203. So I think that's, I think there's two sevens. Some sure three picks left, whatever whatever they may be. Um, and then, <laughs> no so the, top, the top reply is Linus Lou for nothing, which I agree. Linus Lou for nothing. No, but uh, what, what do you want to see the Blues address with their last few picks? Oh God, I don't. We haven't seen a goal yet. Linus so. That's what I was thinking. We have <laughs> we not seen a goalie see, yet. We could see a goalie. Although to be fair. Um, Zarenko's had a really good season, I think, which is one of our, like our most recent picks, and we do have Hofer too. So I wouldn't be surprised if they just say screw it, like we're fine. But mm-hmm. also, uh, side note, I made a tweet earlier about Tanner Dickinson's hair and asked on Twitter if he <laughs> if he immediately comes into the organization with the best head of hair, and he just liked it. So that's kind of funny. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. We love to see it. We yeah. love to see it. Hey, maybe maybe future friend of the pod. Yeah, I would I would love to see that. that would uh, be- Leo Lou followed me back too on Twitter, so Ooh. we'll see what happens. We love we love that. I gotta give Leo Lou a follow right now. We're gonna have to get some uh get, get some, some wheels get turning some action going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that's all we got for today though, Tommy. What do you what do you what do you think of the blues draft as a whole? I'm pretty happy. Um uh, yeah, let's give draft grades. I think uh I think it's fair. <laughs> I think the Blues, I think Armstrong too said that he was, he kind of had his eye on someone further up, but they would have had to move up a lot. I think that was LaPierre, Mm -hmm. if I had to guess, Uh, just because the skill set he had, everyone said he would be like a top 10 player if it wasn't for injuries and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. That that seems like it would have been a fit for the Blues and something that the Blues would have been interested in. Um, Mm -hmm. That being said, (sighs) damn, I can't really like, I can't really knock any of these picks but none of them jump out as like, how the fuck did we get this guy? Uh, so I think I'll say, I'll th- 
I think it's a safe draft and it's a solid draft, but it's nothing extraordinary. I'll give him like a B. How's that? All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is kind of one, one of the ones that's going to take some years to, to sort of see how it goes. There weren't yeah. any like, B plus, there, weren't, there weren't any like Clem Cawson like picks where it's going to be boom or bust. It seems like they made a lot of safe picks of yeah. uh, not necessarily guys that are coming are going to come in and light the world on fire playing first line minutes, but guys who they can rely on sort of deep, deeper in their lineup. And, um, Oh, Oh, ho, ho, there we go. The blues took a goalie. Yeah. We there called it. it, bro. Amazing. Literally <laughs> right now, the blues just took a goalie. Like as Will we Cranley, speak. Will Cranley from Ottawa of the NHL. All right. Listen to Holy these guy. keys typing. You are, you are hearing me live, live research this prospect. Um, Will Cranley. And we will, we'll wrap things up after we cover him. Will Cranley. Roll the tape. Roll the tape. Let's see. 18 years old. Six, three. Like that in a goalie. 172, um, 894 save percentage with with the 67s, which isn't too bad for the OHL. Um, ranked number 72 by, oh, by Craig from Peterborough too. I know That's some funny. guys from Peterborough. That's Ooh, funny. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> I, I, I mean. Hey, uh, goalies, as we talked about, you can never have too many. You never know who's going to who's gonna develop into a stud and who's not. Um, just one of those things that you got to wait and see. I, I don't have any problem with him taking a goalie here. Um, mm. and, he did only play that. 21 games with the Ottawa 67s, too. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind mm-hmm. of a small sample size, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It'll be interesting yeah. to watch. All right. I think that's all we got for today. Um, we will cover their last few picks on the next episode, but I think that's like, you got anything else to add, Tommy, before we wrap this nope. up? That's all I got. We'll see, right. see what happens is also with like the aftermath of the draft and mm-hmm. teams actually want to make trades now. Well, yeah. I mean, they made trades, but it, like, it wasn't what we were expecting. Yep. There's going to be a lot to cover, and you will hear it all You hear it all here at the Locked On Blues podcast. I'm excited to bring it to you. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Blues to stay up to date. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hammond NHL. Follow Tommy at TWelcher15. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you all enjoyed the draft. I know I did. And as always, let's go Blues.